0: Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. It's the extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. If you were keying in for JMAC, if you've been out on vacation, if you missed last Friday, it was the Grand Aloha Friday. Uh, for the fearless uh, Jay Mac, as he has uh, moved on to a new adventure that he is calling Putting Talk into Action. Uh, And I'm sure Jay will have some uh, announcements here in the coming weeks that everyone will want to stay tuned to. Uh, In the meantime, I am going to be covering here every day from 1230 until 3 o'clock when we'll pass the baton to Jeff Kaplan, who, as always, will get you safely home. And uh, so I wanted to pick up this hour in... uh, The conversation, a lot of the buzz going around today is dealing with the 9-11 first responders and the funding measure for that. And I want to just go through a couple of things just from a process standpoint. I get the emotion uh, on all of this. And I don't know that there's anybody in Washington who thinks for a nanosecond that we shouldn't give everything that those first responders want, need, need desire, what their family support needs, all of that. I just don't know that there's anyone in Washington. Uh, And so this has turned into a very classic fake fight and a false choice, which is what Washington is best at and which is why we all get exasperated by it. Because this fake fight and this false choice of either you hate first responders and you want to deny them their benefits uh, or you're just an out of control spender, uh, neither one of those is true. But I, I do think it's important for everyone to understand some of the process pieces. You, you keep hearing uh, on the Internet and on cable news that Senator Lee blocked the funding. Uh, he didn't block the funding. The only thing he did was there was a a motion filed on the floor of the Senate by Senator Gillibrand that it be passed by unanimous consent. So the only thing that was blocked was unanimous consent, and if you don't know what unanimous consent is, unanimous consent is the way a lot of the Senate business gets done without anyone actually having to cast a vote, because you just say, we'd like to pass this by unanimous consent, Are there is there anyone who wants to offer an amendment? And if someone wants to offer amendment, then it doesn't go by unanimous consent. Then you actually have to have a debate, and you actually have to take a real vote that voters can then... Hold members of Congress accountable with, uh, and so they often will use unanimous consent as a way to get stuff through that they really don't want to come up in their reelection campaign. So, uh, so that's an important thing. Nothing has been blocked, uh, and it's uh, very clear. in In 2015, the the fund for uh, victim the victims' compensation fund uh, was added to uh, to the tune of. Seven point three seven five billion dollars, which runs through twenty twenty. Okay, we are in twenty nineteen, so we are a long ways away. There's there's been about five point two billion in claims that have gone out, uh, so there's still over two billion uh, there, and we know that there will be a vote taken next week. So so there's nothing, nothing has been stopped, nothing is unfunded, uh, nothing, nothing of the sort. That's not where we are, and so we can have the real discussion Uh, again, not just the emotional fight and name calling and all the things that Washington has gotten really good at and that we've come to accept far too often as Americans. uh, That's, that's the problem. So very important to keep in mind. The only thing that was blocked was a unanimous consent. In other words, a non-vote passage of something. There's two, there's 2 billion left and it's supposed to run through 2020 anyway. So they're just looking to add, Now, many of the discussions have gone on around uh, John Stewart, uh, comedian John Stewart, who's been very active and very bold uh, in defending and representing the first responders, which I think is fantastic. Uh, As chief of staff, I actually sat in one of those meetings where they talked about how much money was going to be needed and how you could provide that kind of certainty. Uh, The proposal, the amendment that uh, Senator Lee is proposing uh, is actually... Exactly. It's actually a little more than what John Stewart asked for. And that is a billion a year for 10 years. And then with a renewal of that, of a billion a year for another 10 years. Uh, so the difference, the difference is this. The what was tried to be passed by unanimous consent was an uncapped amount that would run the program through 2092, 2092. That's a long way out with no spending cap and no real accountability? And I think that's the test. And I think that's what we have to actually get back to and say, okay, do we really want anything to have an unlimited amount of spending with no oversight, control, or accountability? That's a pretty easy question. Uh, so, again, this is one of those areas where we have this fake choice, this false choice presented, that we it's all or nothing, that we can't have any sort of process to this. So my belief is that you can be compassionate and you can have accountability. Guess what? Those are two principles that are absolutely compatible in the United States of America. And so we we, we have to get beyond, again, just the name-calling, uh, and it's so easy in an emotional moment. Like I said before, everybody believes that those first responders Deserve the compensation, the support, the help, the resources that they need, that their families need. There's no question. There's no debate about that. Uh, But let's not turn it into something that it is not. Let's not turn this into a fight uh, between Democrats and Republicans or fiscal conservatives and liberal spenders. Uh, To me, that is to entirely miss the point. The point is, let's get the funding done. And part of this, I would remind everyone, is simply because Congress is not doing its job uh, when it comes to how they fund the government. Uh, Why? Because no one wants to take a hard vote. No one wants to take a hard vote. Uh, Much easier to just go do fundraisers, raise money, use these things as as wedge issues. Uh, And until, until we can get a group of people in the House and the Senate who are more interested in building bridges than they are creating political wedges, uh, we're going to continue to have this. Uh, I've just seen popped up on our screen that the vote on the 9-11 funding bill, Victims uh, Fund, well, is actually set for next week. So, again, there's over $2 billion sitting there right now in those accounts, and that's going to continue on. There's $2 billion there for those 9-11 first responders, The vote will take place next week. The rest of the funding will go forward. Uh, So again, fake fight followed by a false choice. That's the problem. That is always a problem in Washington, D.C. And until we learn to get past that, uh, we're going to see this on every issue. We've we've seen it on immigration. We've seen it on health care. We've seen it on uh, all the different poverty programs. And we've got to be willing to transcend that and demand more uh, out of our politicians, and frankly, we have to demand more out of ourselves. Uh, but we can't just accept the headlines of, oh, my gosh, there's a big fight and people don't want to fund uh, the 9 first responders. That's not reality. You know, the reality is it's going to happen. The reality is the funds are there and more funds are coming. Uh, it's how we get there. And doing it by a, a uh, unanimous resolution is not the way to do it. We elected those people to go back and vote. And so they need to go back and vote. That way they can be held accountable for their vote and where they actually stand. All right. That's my rant. I'm done ranting today. (laughs) All right. But it's so important because it's too easy to get distracted from what the real issue is. And everybody agrees on the real issue. So the real issue will move forward. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on the extended version of Inside Sources. We'll be right back.